Okay, good morning. I'm speaking from Yushalayim Mirai Kodesh on a tremendous day for Klal Yisrael where we were told that all of the yeshivas and seminaries will be Ezra's Hashem be opening in Elul in Yerushalayim in Eretz Yisrael which is an incredible, incredible accomplishment from the Vada yeshivas. So Baruch Hashem, I'm personally very, very excited that now Baruch Hashem, the boys will be able to come back and yeshivas based of it will be up and running. Be'ezus Hashem. So that was the good news. And the next good news, Be'ezus Hashem, we're looking forward to hearing is that Be'ezus Hashem, this Tishabav will not be a Tishabav, it will be a Yontov with Moshiach and the Binyan Ba'ishlishi B'mheri of Yamenu. Amen. We're holding. Shabbos, Kuf Lamed Hey Omid Beis, walking towards Moshiach. Kuf Lamed Hey Omid Beis, right at the bottom where the Gemara says, Tanya. Five lines up from the bottom. Tanya, Rabbi Shem, Begum Yeloyne. Kol any basic child that basically was alive for 30 days after it was born, Ba'adam, if it's a human being, ain't a Nephil. That's not considered to be a Nephil. Right? Nephil basically means a Vlad that's not finished, and it's considered to be like a mace. But once it's lived for 30 days, then it's fine. It showed us that it's a Vlad Gomu. It's finished, and therefore it's right to continue living. Shenema, Upudum, Ben Chodesh Tifta. Okay? Now, you see that the the, the, the chiv of the Torah to be poidur abachar is only after thirty days because that's when you know it's not a nephil. Shmoinas yomim bebehema. If it's eight days by an animal, ain't a nephil. That's the raya that it's not a nephil. Shneema umi yoyma shmini b'halu yutzei lekorban. So again, the same idea as well that you bring a korban from a behema only after eight days because then you know that it's a full animal. So the gemara basically is being bedayit from the words of Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel that dafka by an odom is it thirty days and by a behema. It's eight days. Holy shas is the Gemara, but if you didn't wait, Sveikahavi. So that means it's a suffix, whether or not it's a nephil or not. Says the Gemara as we turn to Kuflamad Vobamadalov. So now we have a kasha. How can you give a mila, a bris mila to a child on the eighth day if it falls on Shabbos? The suffix is maybe if it's a nephil, maybe it's not royal mila, and you're doing a chabur stam shaloy litzorcha mitzvah. Zuk the Gemara, Mavadabab, or Molino, so Mimonavshach. No, 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 no. We give a bris mila. If the animal, if the if the child lives, then we gave a good brish because it was chayv because it was a livable child. If the child does not live, then there was no issue to do chabura. Why? All I did was cut off some meat. In other words, there's no issue really to take a piece of skin that you detached before Shabbos and sort of break it in half on Shabbos. It's already detached. And therefore this, this, this child was already, so to speak, dead and therefore I didn't do anything wrong. So my man of Shachet can give it a bismillah. Fatikumar slicha velahodatan is Sofik ben Shiva. Sofik ben Shmoina. Eimachan lamas Shabbos who said yesterday if you have a child that's a Sofik seven month or eight month old pregnancy term. You do not machal Shabbos you don't give it the bismillah because we don't know whether or not Roy am I why not we just said there's a there's a there's a svara to give a mila mimalavshach im chayu shapikamal vimlab mechatik bosahu. So why not? Why do we say yesterday you cannot? Oma ma'abered ravina ano v'ravina chumi baris charya targima mimlil hachi nami malinle. Really, the emes is you give a bris mila on Shabbos even to a sophic seven month eight month old. For the reason that we said, No, the Bryce that said it's Osa was talking specifically about the Machshire Mila, not the Mila itself, but those things that you prepare for the Mila. This is Shitas Rebeleza, and remember, we all know the Rebeleza held in the Mishnah that Machshire Mila are not Doicha Shabbos.
I'm sorry. They are. I'm sorry. They are doich Shabbos. And therefore, we say in the in the in the uh, in the brisa that only machshiri mila of a vaday can be can be doich the Shabbos, but machshiri mila of a sofik that is not doich Shabbos because maybe he's going to die, and therefore you machal Shabbos loy lezorch mitzvah. But for the mila for sure itself, you do. Omra bayeketanoi. This machloikus revada ba'ava that a nafel is considered to be a mace, and you're making a chabura or whatever is a machloikus tanoi. As we'll see. Right, it's talking about the word lochla is lahavi ben shmoina. Talking about an animal that is eight months old. Right, in other words, the shchita will not make it tahor from its tumor status. No, they hold. If it's a shkita of a eight month, it will make it Torah from the tomb of an avela. My lab isn't the machlokes the mass of a chayu or mass of a mesu. That obviously Rabbi Yisib Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Lezer Rabbi Shimon obviously hold that it's considered to be alive and therefore it's metaharit from the avela status or mass of a mesu. The Tanakhama holds it's basically mesu and therefore the shkita is not metaharit. So the machlokes tanoim is the same thing over here. Whether the nefel is a din of a chayu or a mesu. Oh my Ravi Yachi, that's what you're telling me. At the mifkul bit in tumah v'tara, instead of arguing the gabe hilchos tumah v'tara, lifkul in achila. Why don't you argue the gabe achila? Meaning, if you shechted a nafel, right? A nafel who said, but we don't know what the matziv of there. You shechted it. Are you allowed to eat such a thing? Ela de kolayalma meisu. Everyone gives a nafel a din of a meis, and therefore the shechita does not allow you to eat it. Rabbi Yisroel, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Shimon, Savi ketreifa. The din of a nafel is like a treifa. Treifa lab afal gab de meisu he. Even though a treifa, the din of a treifa is a din of a mesa, shechitosa metairosa. Hachanami loishnot, over here by a nafel as well. Even though, yes, it has a din of a maze, but the shechita should metairit. Verabon and who choylek, and they hold that the shechita of a nafel will not be metairit. What do they hold? Loidomi treifa. You can't bring a din of a nafel similar to a treifa. You know why? Treifa hoysula shasa kosha. At the end of the treifa, before it became treifa, was perfectly right. And therefore, even if afterwards it's not, Beseda, but the Shechit is Matar, because it came from a place that was good. Hi, this nafel that we're dealing with, never in its life had a time that it was Muta, and therefore the Shechit will not make it Tar. you'll tell me, Trefa me betin ma'ikil ameima. What if a child, what if a behema was a Trefa from the moment, from the, it was in his mother's, it was in the baby, it was in the um, mother's stomach. What are you going to say? Then also never had a Sasa Kosha, so why would the Shechit Matar it? In other words, you can be between that and the nafel. Hashem over there, yesh minu b'shrita, hacha ein b'minu shrita. Okay. Iboilu, mi pligi rabbanu led Reb Shimon ben Gamliel. Right? Is there really a machloikis that the rabbanu chaylik of Reb Shimon ben Gamliel that they hold that a vlad of a behema within eight days is not a sophic nafel and therefore it's muta b'chida? Oiloi, or they're not arguing. In terms of loyma pligi, maybe you'll tell me they're arguing. Halacha kamoisay, in halacha kamoisay. Is halacha like Reb Shimon ben Gamliel or is it not? Tashema, let's bring Geraya. Egel shenoyled beyontuf shaktenus of yontuf. An egel that was that was born on yontuf, you could shakten on yontuf. Oh, so you see from here that an egel that's one day old is mutabachila, right? So you see that the chachamim obviously argue with Rabbi Shimon Gamliel and halachas like them. Hachamayskinan, no. The kim lebegabeish kol lechadoshev. No, we're talking about an egel, we're talking about a calf that we knew that it's basically had its full term of pregnancy, and therefore because of that, that's the way we're not choshesh it's an eifel, and that's why we're allowed to shecht it and eat it and everything else. Toshema, the shavin, both Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon, who argue whether or not, uh, if you're allowed to have a mumcha, to see the behema on Yontav to check out the mum, 
and therefore allow it to shkita. But they all agree that if it was born with the mum already there, that this is already, you know, is already prepared, so to speak, for eating purposes, and therefore you're allowed to see the mum on Yom Tov in order to allow it to shkita. Same over here, we're talking about a bachar, that we know that the full term of pregnancy was there by the animal, and therefore when it comes out, we have no chashash, that it's an evil. A person falls from a roof. Or within 30 days of it being born, we're talking about within 30 days, um, and a lion eats it. Everyone gives it a din of a chai. Right, and as we don't give a din of a nafel, because there's no reason why we should have done it. Others, if not for the fact that it died because of falling off a roof or a lion eating it, the etzim it would have lived. Keep So what's the machlokes? Shapiak umes. Right, it had a simon, like 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 your like uh, sneezing, which in those days was a simon of death, and then it died. Masavachayu, masavamesu. Right, that that's what it is. Very interesting, by the way. We, we talk about uh, yawning. Uh, some say it's yawning. Some say it's burping. And all, all 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 sorts of different things over here. Interesting because the Maisa, uh, the Shochanarach and Simon Salizai and Sibalov talks about yawning during davening. It says obviously it's beyond your control. It's no problem, but you should cover your mouth. Obviously, that's that's for sure. Nowadays, you're wearing a mask anyway. But um, you're you're not really allowed to yawn if you if you can help it. That's for sure. And even burping, the Maisa Shochanor brings again, or Chaim Salizayin Sifalov, that you're not really allowed to burp, you know, you know, if you can manage, you know, unless it's not in your control. So the Mishaburah says, in the case of a burp that's beyond your control, that, alright, Peseda, right, you should do it behind your hand. So why does the Shochanor say covering your mouth only by yawning? Because by a burp, it's not really necessary to cover, or even sometimes able to cover your mouth, because a burp just takes a much shorter time than a yawn. A yawn is much less time, and therefore, when you open your mouth, that's why the Mishaburah Shochanor said, Dafka, to close your hand over there. There. Put your hand over the thing over there. There's an Orach HaShulchan, right? It says a similar Sif Aleph and base that wants to say that yawning sometimes are involuntary and beyond your control. Burps, however, can sometimes be suppressed during davening, just like you would do in front of other people. If there was famous people there, you'd be much more careful. So somehow you manage over there, you can manage by davening as well. But anyway, I just want to mention that because we're mentioning it over here. What's the difference? What's the difference if it's Yechai, Yemes? Who cares? It's dead, unfortunately. Because if it was alive, the mother would be part of Yibum. But if it was a Nafel, she would not be part of a even because she never had a child. Right, it's always a machrik, what this means in the Gemara, right? Many different times the Gemara tells us what this is, right? There's a Rashi in Erevin, for example, that tells us what this means. It means a calf that has grown a third. But over here it means, at least how we're understanding it, Rashi over here, it means the third animal being born from its mother. On the seventh day of its being birthed, if we would have waited to shecht it until the night, which is the night of the eighth day of being birth, we could have eaten it. Now that we shechted it earlier, we're not able to eat from it because we don't know what the matzav is. We're not, we don't know the matzav. Rather, it gave it a little yawn or a sneeze and then it died. Everyone gives him a 
the Rav Yosef, the son of Rav Dimi, Rav Yosef, Islilahu Yanuka, they had a child, Begoytlos and Yoyim Yishachif. Unfortunately, Rachman Lalein, we should never know, but it died within 30 days of being born. Yosekim is Abulaloi. He started to sit shiver. The father started to sit shiver. Omle Avua said, Father, sit him. Hello. Sevrinisu, Kaboyis Lamechal. What are you doing? You're sitting shiver so that people should send you food and presents? No. In other words, I, under 30 days, the Shulchanach Paskins in Hilchas Avelis, that you don't sit shiver. But Lemaisa, he said, I know that this was 100%. You know, a full term. It's not a navel, and that's why I'm sending shiva. It's very, very interesting, by the way, that you see from the story that it's a, it's a minute for people to send food to an oval's house, and we find many, many places in Shas that many types of treats were sent to houses of mourners the whole week, whatever it is. Not only basic foods, but Suda and Suda It's not just that, but you know, treats. So there is a Gavaldi Gachuvin Ramoshan Igrus Moshe Yeridei Nechelik Base Kuf Samaches, where he brings over there. There's a difference between sending gifts to the house of the mourner during the shiva. That's motor, and the general is of sending gifts to an oval the whole year, at least for a mother and father, right? So he says, it says with Moshe that the food sent to a house during the shiva is part of the avilus process, right? It's, it's been menachem him, and after the shiva, then every gift is done being nice and being um, That's inappropriate for a mourner during during that time. And that's why Ramosha says that if he receives food in the first week, he doesn't have to return it. But if he gets it afterwards, it could be to Shali, have to give it back. A child died within 30 days of being born. He was sitting shiva. You're not meant to do that within 30 days. You're not Masabalolov. Because it's a nafal, maybe. We don't know if it's going to live. Not full term. We knew. We knew that it was a full term one. When it's gotcha, person stands up, right? The mother stands up after the child died and gets married to somebody else without chalitza. Omer Avinu Mishmei Rovas returned to Kuflam and Vovum Beis Im Eishis If the uh, man that she got engaged to was a Yisrael, Chalitzas, she used to do Chalitza Masofik and now she's married to Mary, no problem. Im Eishis Koyenu. If the man that she was married to was a Koyen, Einu Chalitzas, she does not do Chalitza at the end of the day. She doesn't do Chalitza, right? That maybe the vlad was a nafel, and therefore it was a nafel. She never had a child. Never had a child. She needs to chalitza. In the evening, this is what he said. In the evening, in the morning, he was chayza. He went back. Right? You're allowing Aisha's Koyen to get married without Chalitza? You're being even Meshim Gamliel or hold that it's also? Yei Rabba de Tishri Tarba! Halavai, you should matter Chalev! What does that mean? That basically means that just like Chalev is not Mota, never will become Mota, you can't do that! This woman had a baby, and we know that Allah is, that when someone, if someone is married, and the husband dies without having a baby, has to chalitza, or yibum, whatever, depending on the matzav is. Now, is this child, was, was died within 30 days, is it a or not? And therefore it's a chashash, and therefore you have to chalitza, just in case. Rebudo mate, bandragonus, to do a moilon shabbos, omrev shizvi omrev chista, loilokol omrev hudo bandragonus ochuhu. Right? In other words, he never said this to Gabi for all halachas, right? I remember getting called up by a psychologist, a psychiatrist, I'm afraid. Yeah, that's what it was. It was a psychiatrist and he asked me he had there was a certain yeshiva 
in Eretz Yisrael, that they had an enjoyment over there, and there was many, many shalas that they were asking me, like Gabi Yichud, like Gabi, all touching, all sorts of different halachas. It's very, very negay, unfortunately, that in, in, in a regular social setting, it could be negay. So again, Rabbi is not saying that he's got a dinner of for everything. Even though it's true, he allowed him to be matter a meal or on Shabbos, which sounds like he's a boy, but that doesn't mean for every other halacha he's got a dinner of a male. Shemata Omekin, because if you say he's doing like a zoch of everything, Baruch and Yerach, a person says, Eirech and Droginus Olai. That means he has to give now to Hekdish the amount of a zocha, but that's not the halacha. We know that's not the halacha. So that can't be that he always like gives a zocha for Cholinyonim. How do you know Taka the person says Eirech of the Androgynous Olai? He doesn't have to pay the Eirech of a zocha. The Tanya, the Susugya in Erechin will see Beis Hashem in Mesechtas Erechin as zocha veloitumtum. Androgynous Yachol ye lo yehe be Erech ish. I would have thought. Only a vada zocha and a vada nekeva that you have to give, but not a tumta ingrenus. As we turn the page, the stam sifron, who's a regular stam, brisa teres kahanim, Rabbi Yehuda. So you see that even Rabbi Yehuda is not machshav and androgynous to consider to be a zocha for every other lacha. Omer Rav Nachman by Yitzchok Afan Anami Tanina. We also have in Mefusha Mishnah. Um, everyone's uh, caution to do Kiddush we're talking over here about the Pora Aduma of the Eifah of the Ashes even with Rabbi Yehud is not considered to be a Zohar otherwise he would be kosher to put it on a, a, a Pora Aduma so why by Mila's Rabbi Yehud hold it's going to dinner for Zohar and therefore you're allowed to be Machal Shabbos but everything else no the coal is Marba even Androgynous Rabbi say have a wonderful and pleasant day.